This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we're going to talk about the words and phrases that we just don't need anymore. Let's clean out that closet of jargon that is useless. But first, Rick reviews it. Dave Chappelle at the TD Garden just the other week. Also, trending things on social media. We got to follow this for our socials, and Liz and I just don't get it. And also, we got a Am I the Asshole case. It involves a tree and a property line. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Royal Pizza, the best pizza and lowest prices in town. And by APC Pest and Termite Control, knocking them dead since 1981. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey, what's going on? It's Rick Fink Jr. here in the studio in my basement with another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Across the table from me is Liz. Tell it like it is. Daily, she's here hanging out with me for the next hour or so, and we're going to talk about all sorts of the tomfoolery and ballyhoo that goes on with living in a small town. You know, a suburb, <laughs> <Crazy>. really. Um <laughs> You know, our niche is kind of like adulting, really. You know, yeah. it's like... I hate that word. Yep. Well, it's funny you say that. <laughs> I used it intentionally. Because it, it is a dumb word. That word is so dumb. I think we should never use it again. Agreed. Which is kind of the theme of the show. I, I stumbled upon, the algorithm found me, some great lists. And I'm like, oh, they know I love words. Yes. Um, words and phrases we should stop using. Love it. Yeah, I got two lists. One of them comes from Reader's Digest. Oh, they a credible source, I would say. It's funny because they they they're going to tell us about what words to take out. That's what they're in the business of doing, right? Mm. You know, like Reader's Digest version of. Uh, Does anybody still get Reader? Like, is Reader's Digest still a printed publication? Mm. My grandparents used to. I was going to say, it. I don't know. My grandparents are yes, dead. Yes, yes, exactly. I remember like just <laughs> looking it. through it at their house sure. on Sundays. Sure. So I'm just curious. My grandparents actually had the condensed books. Yes. Same. They, they took out a lot of words and phrases. <laughs> so I think that they're a, an expert. Um, a credible source. source. Credible yes. source. Yeah. Right. The other one. This is great because you know how we live in a world where everything is racist. Yes, and transphobic and homophobic and. I don't even know. Give me all the phobics. <laughs> That's right. Well, this one is great. 12 racist and offensive phrases that people still use all the time. And when I read them to you, you're going to be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have fun with that yes, one. Yes, we will. All right. So before okay. we get into all that, right. though, Rick, there's yeah. two things I wanted to talk to you about. All right. The first is this episode is airing a week after Halloween, a week after Halloween. Yeah. Now, last Halloween, your family almost had to have like a Dr. Drew type of intervention for you because you were like in your bedroom closet chowing on your son's Halloween candy, oh, like yeah. some type of addict. So I want to know, mm. was it the same this year or did you learn your lesson from last year? No, I've had two binge, <laughs> <laughs> binge attacks around me coming around midnight and stealth oh, no. and darkness. That's the worst time. Yeah. To compound the problem, I bring my phone with me so I can uh, read the headlines. Not so, the articles. That's too much work. I right. just read the headlines, look at the pictures. Form your own judgment <laughs> yeah. and then move on. That's right. <laughs> Open another Snickers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. So does this mean um, you're going to have to do like another 20-mile bike ride because you feel guilty well, about the 
binge eating of the Halloween candy. Uh, I've been pretty good. Good. Okay. Yes, I know. Well, you've been going to the gym and really focused on your diet and all that. So yeah, it's not sustainable. Is if you just keep going hardcore all no, the time. No, it's not. You it's got, not. You got to fuck up once in a while. <laughs> well, if you continue to deprive your body of something mm-hmm. that it wants, eventually you're gonna fall off the cliff and just binge eat in your closet. <laughs> God, it sounds like you're kidding when you're saying that. It's a true story. All right, so the other thing I wanted to ask you about was Dave Chappelle. How was it? Did it live up to the hype? Yes, it did. Okay. It did. Dave Chappelle uh, is great, right? We yeah. All, we all love him. Well, I think most of the people that listen to the show here. I would agree. Are yeah. the kind of audience that say, hey, I know what Dave's Yeah, about. I know what they're, yeah. I'm, I'm down with him. He opened the the show with a transgender joke because he, mm. he talked about how transgenders all coming after him. Right. And he basically, he, tell me what you think of this because he's a storyteller, right? It's yes. It's a slow burn. It's yes. a buildup. Usually, like only he can do it. He's mm-hmm. worked his way there. You, typically, yeah, he's he, earned the right to make you wait for the punchline. <laughs> exactly. So he comes out and he's talking about he loves Jim Carrey. Did you know that he loves no, Jim Carrey? I don't, he is I don't a, think Jim Carrey's funny. Yeah, well, Dave Chappelle apparently thinks he's the funniest guy in the world. Right. Well, now I might him. have to change my opinion because yeah. I respect Dave Chappelle so much. That's right. He's got the seal of approval. Well, anyway, his old friend, Norm MacDonald. Mm, R.I.P. Yeah, was in a movie with... Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey, sorry, with Jim Carrey. It was Man on the Moon where he's playing okay. He's playing the role of, uh, what's his name? I'm so bad with names today. God damn it. John Glenn? I don't know. No, uh, <laughs> the, the comedian, the, the weird comedian, Andy oh, Kaufman. Oh, Andy Kaufman, Jesus yes. Rick. I'm writing this down. Andy Kaufman, right? Okay. Norm Macdonald says, do you want to meet uh, Jim Carrey? And Dave is all like, yeah, I totally mm-hmm. want to meet him. So he goes to meet him. Now, he's telling us when he's going there, he's been given the heads up that um, Jim Carrey is in character. Oh, right. He's one of those actors that mm-hmm. just constantly stays in character. Is that called method acting? I believe so. So he's in character. Sounds super fucking annoying. Yes. <laughs> and cut. Yeah. Okay, go ask Tom. It's Maverick. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maverick. Okay, Maverick. So imagine this scenario, right? So Dave Chappelle is being introduced to Norm MacDonald, but... No, to Jim Carrey. To Jim Carrey. But Jim Carrey is presenting as Andy Kaufman, and you have to go along with it. That sounds like such a bummer. Like, he's excited to meet Jim Carrey. He doesn't Mm want to meet Andy Kaufman. Yes. Or someone... He's a pretend Andy Kaufman. That's exactly it. And then he said... And then it dawned on me. That feeling that I had in that moment is exactly how I feel when I talk to a transgender person. (laughs) (laughs) So was it similar or or I assume there was no like content overlap from his Netflix special? No. Okay. It was all new. Don't ask me what he's talking about because I don't remember any of it. I know. I know. That's the way it is. Yeah. You don't remember any of it. You just go out. And I feel like I leave a little smarter. Yeah. A little more like... uh, my my brain has opened up to um, question and wonder and think a little mm-hmm. bit more. He gets you going. He's always in that yes. in that mode. So. And did you go with someone who is as big a fan as you, or just like? Oh hey, yeah, I went. Okay. I went with three of my buddies. Oh good. That are big comic fans. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like the usual crew. Yeah. When when a good good comic comes in, nice good tickets. Yeah. But you know the best comic I've ever seen is um, Brian Regan. Really? Yes. I mean, he's. I love him. Yeah. I don't. I've never seen him in person, though. I don't think. I felt like I, my stomach felt like I did a thousand sit-ups. Really? Yeah. It was the next day. I was sore. Oh, that's awesome. My, just laughing so mm-hmm. hard, and and I typically don't. You know, not the best. 
audience member because I'm kind of studying. I'm like, I'm, oh. here, to, I'm here to learn from you. You know, like you should I, be there to enjoy. You should be there as a consumer, well, not a student. Yeah, but it's just I can't turn that off. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm looking for things. I'm listening. I'm, yeah. I've actually once uh, pulled into a parking lot listening to, uh, you know, one of the uh, Sirius XM comedy channels. Mm-hmm. And Jim Gaffigan was. Oh, I love Jim Gaffigan. He was just rapid fire telling a story. Uh-huh. There's a story arc. But the story arc was written with a setup sentence and a punchline. A setup sentence and a punchline. Mm-hmm. The, the story was about getting like his five kids and all of their bikes and everything from the park. They mm-hmm. live in New York City. From the park to their apartment and up the walk up to oh, the yeah. third floor. <laughs> Just telling that story from getting from point A to point B mm-hmm. was told in about 25 jokes. Yeah. And I got out my, my phone and I pulled up the stopwatch feature and I was timing the Interesting. Line. And he was hitting every seven seconds. Wow. House, house laughs. Wow. Seven that's seconds. Awesome. Yeah. Seven seconds just going. So that's where I'm at. So yeah. when I go see a comic, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> I might have the stopwatch out. <laughs> how, how many how many laughs per minute is this? Guy <laughs> that getting? sounds like work, though, not yeah, like you're enjoying fun. a night it's out. It's fun. It's fun. Mm-hmm. You know. Think of me like the guy at the baseball game who's keeping the score. Aren't in the like program. the guy sitting at the Oh, okay. You know, okay, like you're like, in the stands or whatever? Oh, that was whatever? a double. That was a double okay. play. 6-4-3, mm-hmm. right? That but kind are of you thing. enjoying the game if you're doing that? I had my headset on because I'm listening to W-E-E-I. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Red Sox game on the radio. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad it lived up to the hype because sometimes, and I know what a huge Dave Chappelle fan you are, mm-hmm. and not that I thought that he would disappoint by any means, but sometimes, you know, you're like, oh, that wasn't what I was expecting or, you know... I got too hyped up for it. Well, the night before, he he made some news for dipping his toe in the Hamas, Palestine, Israel thing. Because that's really funny. Yeah. People walked out, you know, according to the the reports, people walked out. And then when when asked, um, you know, what happened in Boston the other night, Mm -hmm. he denied being there. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It is funny. It's great. All right. All right. Should we shift gears to our topic du jour? No, let's no, 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 no. no. That's, no. That's, oh, that's, oh that's, wait, that's, what else do we have, that's Rick? Second, that's second half. Okay. So Sorry. First half. I want to do this. Okay. So our, our Instagram or social media helper guy, you know, consultants keep telling us to go with what's trending. Oh, right. Right. Do what, do what they do already. It, it's hard as someone who comes up with original content. Yeah. Like that's like your job as a comedian to come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Liz, we are cynics. Yeah. And we react to overreactions or we mm-hmm. react to absurdities or, or ridiculous mm-hmm. stuff. That's that's original. That's heartfelt. It's it's real. It's authentic. Right. We don't hold back. That's that our, doesn't belong on social media. Real and authentic. That's, yeah. That's our thing. <laughs> yeah. So imagine the fr- the struggle, the internal struggle. This is man versus self conflict right. right here, because what I'm thinking is, OK, that's what I've been trained to do. That's how mm-hmm. I think. That's how I roll. What we're being told is find what's out there, find what's proven viral, and copy it. That's literally what we're doing. So if you and I watched a video where two guys are sitting on a dock having their coffee mm-hmm. and they're deadpan exchanging dad jokes and it gets two million views, right? Have you seen this one? It's it's out there. No. We would, hypothetically, if we want to really make it, mm-hmm. it's as simple as just simply getting coffee mugs. Let's go to a dock. Okay, ready? Here's your sheet. You ask me these five dad jokes, and then I'll ask you these five dad jokes. Basically ripping off, doing exactly what just was already done, and then a whole new audience who hasn't seen that other video 
might see yours mm. and then pass yours along. I feel like a piece of my soul would die every <laughs> time we do that. <laughs> but okay. Hey, you know, I'll give it a shot. So I thought, okay, we, why don't we just pull some clips off of our show? Now we're recording. Yep. Right. And I'll look up things that are trending. Okay. And we'll get clips of us shitting on the trending stuff. Yeah. So now, are these things trending for like our demographic, or are they trending for the 22-year-old influencer? Well, this is what I hate about social media, mm-hmm. because I never seem to get that data uh, out of the... The marketer, data is important to me. Yes. I saw a thing, 6.2 million views. I'm like, who are these people? Right. How many of them are bots? Exactly. Versus how many are people, and how many of those people are between 35 and 60? Right. Somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. Because that's who I care about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so attribution is important, so mm-hmm. so I will disclose to everybody that I got this article called TikTok Trends Right Now, updated November 23. All right. From a website called Slaying Social. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Slaying. Let's put that on the list of words I, and Oh, phrases. my daughter says it all the time. Does she? She's like, she'll be talking about like, really any, like a friend, a teacher, whatever. She's like, she loves her science teacher, and she's like, Mrs. Rubinsky slays. <laughs> <laughs> my son's trash talk i don't know if it's extended get wrecked oh yeah that's an old one get Is wrecked well, yes my, my kid's a little behind <laughs> he also says totally radical dude <laughs> i was like oh my god is he bringing that back yeah, i love it <laughs> i know all right uh, let's let's look at some of the things that are trending on tiktok okay who's that wonderful girl the example of this would be posting a video to oh some sound I, I cannot, okay, so I printed this out, but it doesn't. <laughs> okay, I have to laugh that you can't ig- even figure out a printout from TikTok about TikTok, never mind the actual social media application. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, a lot of them have this sound. So I printed this out mm-hmm. from an old man. I could have just done this. Well, I can't off my phone because we're recording. All right, what are you going to do with a degree? That is a new uh, trending thing on TikTok. An example would be posting a two-image carousel with the first slide being a photo of you and a text overlay asking, what are you going to do with a degree in, and then marketing. Mm -hmm. Then the next slide being a funny play on your degree name. I don't don't get it. Do you have an example? (laughs) No. (laughs) That was dumb. I mean... These are really trending? Here's one. Sweet messages. Ugh. Posting a two-image carousel, with the first slide being a screenshot of the tweet seen in the example, then the second one being a screenshot of texts, usually comically terrible ones. Does that even make sense? I don't understand any of this. I I, I, I think we... I need to, a visual. I need a visual aid here. <laughs> huh. Cat meme trend. That's not... I mean... Cat memes are what made the internet famous. That and porn. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> But not in that order. Right, exactly. <laughs> posting a video to, uh, posting a video using the CapCut template from the example with a funny text overlay describing a situation where you would be confused and asking, huh? I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. I, I mean, you could post my expression on our TikTok <laughs> account right now. I have no idea what's going on. Well, you have a cat. Go make I some. Go, go make some, huh? Cat meme trend <laughs> videos, Liz. Come on, just smell the dirt, the grass. That's a trend. Okay, these are awful. Yeah, skip it. Ew! Who put that song on? 
posting an image carousel that shows off a niche song or piece of music you love with two slides, with the first one being people looking confused with the text overlay, ew, who TF put this on? And the second slide being Kevin James standing there with the text overlay, me standing next to the speaker. Stupid. 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 Are these, again, I, what is the demographic here? Well, it ain't us. No. And this is my dilemma. Go on TikTok and do whatever's trending. Or I hypothesize that what's trending on TikTok doesn't translate to what's trending on Instagram. I think, according to my kids, Instagram is now where old people go. It, mm. Like, Facebook's for grandparents and <laughs> Instagram's for parents and... TikTok. Our kids are on TikTok. TikTok has become a, a super huge search engine now. It yeah. just has all this information. So, oh, want some more? Dance trend. Posting a video with a friend or loved one dancing along with a text overlay describing why you two make a great duo. Okay, stop. I did that. I did it. Mm -hmm. I did it. With your daughter, right? I did it with my daughter. It was unplanned. She was dancing like she always does. Yep. And she wanted me to dance with her and she was recording it. And so I just twerked a little bit <laughs> uh, with straight face like I'm being serious mm -hmm. and she's actually being cute and yep. you know girly and doing her thing and I thought oh that's that's a funny when she showed me the the video the nonsense yeah. video I saw a dad totally like opposite of his daughter mm -hmm. and uh, that kind of worked you know so yeah. I like the contrast and I'm like I need to make a video I'll put that up so I did it and it did not go viral <laughs> it's not viral <laughs> I, I followed the rules. <laughs> Posting a video. Did it. With a loved one. Yep. Okay, do a dance. Yep. Overlay. Describe why you two make a great duo. Because she's my daughter. Right. She makes me dance. I explained that in the video. You should have yep. seen it. Maybe you just didn't use the right hashtags. <laughs> aggressive typing trend. Posting a video where you start typing increasingly more aggressively along with a text overlay describing a relatable situation where you would go into that hardcore research writing mode. Hmm. Okay. Now that one, I don't I, hate it. Yeah, that one's actually, I kind of like it. I can see you doing it mm. on true crime. Yes. Some kind of true crime thing. Mm -hmm. Where or I was aggressively typing last week at work. I don't need another fucking deadline. Thank you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say meeting. <laughs> That's true, too. Yes. How about, how about one more? No way. Way trend. No. <laughs> oh, no. These are the worst. The lip syncings. Posting a video lip syncing with a funny text overlay describing a situation where you'd be bragging about something cool that happened to you. What the fuck? Roman Empire trend. I'll read that because everyone Oh, that's an Roman. old one. What? That was so two weeks ago, Rick. Yeah, this blew up in September. I'm going yeah. back how to many, Yeah, now. how many times a day do you think about the Roman Empire? It was a whole huge guy thing. Totally missed it. Posting <laughs> a video asking your significant other how often they think about the Roman Empire. Yeah, that's exactly what you just said. Mm -hmm. All right, well, that's what's that's what's trending, Liz. I think that's those are terrible trends. <laughs> I would argue that those things are trending maybe for our kids or the generation above our kids. I don't know. It's don't, no one with a fully developed frontal lobe. That's it. And 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 a schedule, right? Yeah. Like who's got time for this fucking right. shit? Right. Yes, yes, folks. I was up at twelve in the morning doom scrolling <laughs> articles while eating Kit Kats and Snickers. <laughs> I was. I did it. I had my time and my place. But I don't waste my nine to five hours on that stuff. Let's go to break. All right. Oh, no. Wait. You have. Oh, do you want me to share? You got to not. Am, am I, I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Yeah. Um, I, 
I have to say, as I research these stories, they're endless, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I can always find a good handful of new Am I the Asshole neighbor stories, which... I have to say, I'm grateful that I don't have to live in one of these situations. I've never encountered one of these situations, knock on wood, Mm -hmm. but they seem to be rather prevalent. So I chose one that I wanted to share with you today because I think that it is a classic overreaction Mm -hmm. as well. So here we go. I've had a series of ever-increasing disputes with my neighbor, which have escalated quite a bit, have not liked the guy since I moved in seven years ago. More recently, he decided to chop down half of the branches of my apple tree, which he said were in his yard. No warning, just did it. So the battle lines were drawn. This also decreased any natural barrier, so I put up a fence. I made sure my side of the fence was painted, but his side of the fence was bare. Well, he took offense to this and put up an even higher fence adjacent to mine and then propped a camera on top of it pointed directly into my yard. Whoa. Fed up with this new escalation, I decided to mess with his lawn he apparently cares so much about despite barely going outside. I ordered a barrel of dandelion seeds, got them a few days ago, and dumped them throughout his lawn in the middle of the night. Well, I messed up and left a few piles of seeds and also left the barrel next to my shed, which I intended to put inside after I raked the seeds in. Well, the seeds took a little too well, at least a lot better than I realized, and his entire lawn is basically a blanket of dandelions now. (laughs) Well, he's not happy and came pounding on my door and directly threatened to have me pay for a new lawn. I avoided the camera and more fully covered clothes. There's no proof I did this, and the barrel left over could just be happenstance. Does he have any legal ground to actually stand on? Should I be paying for his lawn? So this is could be not only just like a neighbor dispute, but a legal issue too. The guy technically trespassed on this dude's property yeah. and destroyed his lawn. Yeah, what's what's trespassing though? A warning, a citation. Yeah, yes, uh, probably well, a fine, maybe? maybe. I don't know. Yeah, um, but maybe. he destroyed pro- like your lawn's your property, right? Mm-hmm. So is that considered destroying dis- destruction of property? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, it, you just kill it. It's weed killer. You know, just yep. an application of that, it's mm-hmm. give it give it two weeks. Problem but solved. I mean, this was, again, talk about overreaction, 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 culminating in the destruction of this dude's lawn. <laughs> well, the guy who wrote the Am I the Asshole mm-hmm. is not the asshole because they've got self-awareness. They said, you yeah. know what, maybe I should go report myself to the Am I the Asshole mm-hmm. <clears throat> thread on Reddit. So I always give people a point right there. Off right. The, off the bat. For getting like a pulse check of, hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think he probably, he probably did this thinking it would be kind of like a funny haha, And then he was like, holy shit. Well, <laughs> the, the tree thing, it's the apple tree. First of all, apple trees are kind of pretty. Yes. They're I unique. know. You know, they have no two apple trees look the same. Yeah. Right. They, they kind of grow in their own way and they're, and they're nice and they, they produce fruit. Exactly. Man. So, these overhanging branches are going to drop. For, like, you can go pick those apples. Those are your apples, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how, yeah. do you, how do you like them apples, buddy? Just <laughs> eat the apple. Eat the apple and shut yes. up. Yeah, yeah. If you just stuffed an apple in your mouth, <laughs> turned around and walked, walked away. away. Yeah. So cutting down these branches. So he does that. All right, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah, now, from from a curb appeal perspective, you're you're looking at a funny looking, you know, right? I'm just pruning my tree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I would have tried to have mitigated that somehow, being like, "Hey, man, um, how bad is it a problem for you? Like, is it creating too mm-hmm. much shade on your property? Right? Uh, you know, are the branches that are dead and falling on your kid's head? Right? You know, when they're playing, is it a safety sandbox? thing? Yeah." 
Right. If it's none of that, I would try to bargain with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, what do you say? We just leave it there, and you know, I'll, I'll let you do a thing. No, just went right to. Mm-hmm. So that the dual not, fence thing is odd to me. Well, <laughs> like, I that's think crazy. I think this guy who wrote it said, "You know what? Okay, I, now I've interacted with the guy about the tree. Mm-hmm. I, I feel even worse about my relationship with this person. We're going fence. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Like, put up a fence with that kind of a neighbor, right? We don't." Mm-hmm. need them in our world, yeah. so we'll just box them out. Okay. The fact that the guy came back with a bigger fence is passive-aggressive, and it's catty and, and so petty. petty. Yeah. It is really bad. The dandelion thing, I feel like, is, um, all right, enough's enough. Mm-hmm. We're men, but I am going to have fun with this. Yeah. Like, I feel like he went from frustration or confusion to frustration to fucking a. This is this could be fun. Yes, right. Where the other? I mean, the camera thing. I, I would do some. The, stuff camera with the camera is yeah. yeah. That's that's nuts. That's weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have, I, have, I say hey, touche, mm-hmm. touche. If you can get away with it, if no one saw it, did it really happen? No. Agreed. Nope. No. 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 Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. It's not a big philosophical question. No. No. Mm-hmm. You didn't do that. No one saw you. <laughs> Prove it. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond a reasonable doubt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's go do a commercial, mm-hmm. and then when we come back, we'll talk about all these words and phrases that we need to get rid of, and then we'll see if you know maybe we can add to that list, mm-hmm. and also call each other out for being guilty of some. Perfect. Hey there, pizza lovers. Are you craving a slice of perfection that'll make your taste buds dance? Look no further than Royal Pizza, your one-stop destination for a mouth-watering pizza experience. At Royal Pizza, they're all about quality and flavor. Their hand-tossed artisanal crust is lovingly topped with the freshest ingredients, ensuring every bite is an explosion of taste. Enjoy the Royal treatment with their speedy delivery service, bringing piping hot pizzas right to your doorstep. Treat yourself like royalty and savor the moment with Royal Pizza. Okay, homeowners, it's time to defend your house and deter those pesky pests. Introducing APC Pest and Termite Control, your ultimate solution for a critter-free oasis. APC Service gives you assurance that rodents, like mice, will reconsider that extended stay they were planning. So don't let pests dictate your outdoor plans. Take charge of your house today with APC Pest and Termite Control, knocking them dead since 1981. What's the word or phrase that you hear the most that just makes you say, stop doing that? Oh, geez. Toxic. Yeah. Toxic is a good one. Yeah. That's been around for, I first heard that one in about 2015. Mm-hmm. It's still kicking around. It it's is. Almost, it's almost going, it's trying to stick around for that a That relationship is toxic. That situation is toxic. You have toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Toxic, toxic, toxic. Yeah. Toxic <laughs> got over overused. Mm-hmm. What about you? Mm-hmm. Super. It does not need to precede everything. We had to, oh, it was super cute. We so I do that. <laughs> yes, you do. Everyone does. Everyone does. Everyone. It's like oh, it's super annoying. Oh my god, it's so it was super fun. It, you sound like a kid. Yeah, amazing is another one of those which I overuse all the time. Like oh my god, we had an amazing time. I I overuse it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do. But one word reactions online to something. 
hilarious, mm-hmm. you know, with the crying emoji. I'm like, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> That's my reaction every single time. And I think to myself, I think about the person with the straight face, just doom, chin in their chest, mm-hmm. just writing back, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Scrolling, looking for the crying yes. eye emoji. L O L O L O L. Yeah. R O F L. And you know, they're just like yes. laying on the couch, mm-hmm. drooling on themselves. Yep. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> all right. All right. So, what do we have? Words and phrases we should all stop saying. <laughs> so, when I print something, <laughs> it, 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 it skips like an inch. Yeah. So, uh, I can't tell you what the first word is. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get right to the next one goat. Yeah. Goat may stand for greatest of all time. But in 2023, GOAT is only the greatest in becoming the top word to stop using. Where do you stand on GOAT? I think it's stupid. Yeah, I do too. I don't like it. Well, here's the deal with the GOAT. Mm -hmm. Greatest of all time. Greatest. Right. Not one of the. Yeah. So that means one. Mm -hmm. One thing. Only one thing can be the greatest. And it was introduced into the lexicon by Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Describing Tom Brady. He's, he stands out. He's one of a kind. He's the greatest of all time. Wait, wait, what? Greatest of all time. G- R- Holy shit, we have an acronym. Yeah. It's GOAT. People love a good acronym. It's GOAT. <laughs> GOAT? But GOATs aren't glamorous. No, but but Tom Brady mm-hmm. can fucking make it glamorous because he's Tom Brady and he's the GOAT. Okay, great. The conversation ends there. It The only time you can use the word is when you're talking about Tom Brady. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Of NBA. It's like, no, man, there's already a greatest. Yeah, but it's, you can't categorize greatest. Mm. Like, you're the greatest this, you're the greatest that. It's like, what is this, the New York Times uh, bestseller list? Like, everyone's <laughs> on that. Is it the bestseller? Or is it one of the, mm. you know? It well, be- the, the, ter- the term was also used to describe Simone Biles as a gymnast, the greatest after insert gymnast after, of all time after Tom Brady, you can't have something. You can't have someone be the greatest of all time. It makes no sense. You have to put it into context. Is he Tom Brady the greatest football player of all time? I have no idea. I don't know anything about football. I know his personality is fucking insufferable. So, <laughs> is Simone Biles the greatest gymnast of all time? No, Mary Lou. I don't Renton. know. Mary Lou yeah. Retton. So it, ha- it you have to put it into context. So that's why I have a problem with that word. And I really like goats as animals and yeah, just leave do. it alone. Yeah, <laughs> All right. How about inflection point? Oh, Jesus Christ. Do as, you, yeah, do you I mean, hear that one a lot? Constantly. Yeah. Like, you know, in my business and marketing and yeah, like our, our business has reached an inflection pointer. This is our inflection point. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's an overused and misused term. Mm-hmm. It's a mathematical term that entered everyday parlance and lost its original meaning. Okay. Quiet quitting. Yeah, I feel like that's gone by the wayside a little bit. We're, I, th- I feel like we're out of the quiet quitting phase. I feel like if you are quiet quitting, you're going to be loudly fired soon. Mm-hmm. I agree. Gaslighting. Yeah. I love that word. I hate it. And I use it all the time in the wrong way to drive my husband crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like one of our routines at yeah. our house. I'm like, well, now you're just gaslighting me. He's like, you're not even using the word right. And I was like, well, now you're gaslighting me even more. <laughs> oh, that's, yep. That's good. That's good. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. It's made another unexpected addition to the list. The judges ruled that gaslighting is concerning and a common sign of a toxic relationship. 
<laughs> there we go. Toxic. <laughs> However, they also argue that it is grossly overused and misused in our everyday language. Moving forward. I use that all the time. I don't mind it. I don't mind it either. I mean, what are you going to say? What I don't like about a lot of the words and phrases, like in the office kind of setting, is mm-hmm. um, it's filler words for people that want to sound smart, smart yeah. or intellectual mm-hmm. or articulate, and they're using some of these uh, words yeah. to I support use that, them, and it's, not, it's yeah. not working for me. I use that phrase if I'm trying to communicate a better way of doing things mm-hmm. after learn after kind of going through, like, okay, this situation... The way we approached this didn't work out the way we intended, or this caused more confusion than it, it should have. So I'll say, like, moving forward, let's approach it this way, or something like that. Like, I use it in a solution-oriented way, so mm-hmm. hopefully that's okay. Yeah, I think it's fine. Hey, moving mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. Also, it's kind of positive. Yeah, exactly. You know, even if it, it if you say that to end a conversation about something that crashed and burned. Yeah, all right, well, moving forward. It's exactly. Lesson cl- learned. Clean this slate. is where we're going to go. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're stronger now. Yes. Here's yours. Amazing. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> the glowing adjective has made a comeback more than a decade later on the list of not so amazing phrases to continue in 2023. It's funny because they actually used that word in the headline. Does that make sense? I use that too. And I will tell you, it's a lack of confidence thing. So I've actually read an article about... Um, words that you should erase from your verbal or written communication because they show that you're kind of lacking confidence in what you're saying. So sometimes if I feel like I'm explaining something, but I'm self-conscious about the way I'm explaining it, I say, does that make sense? And it's, and I hate myself for saying it and I'm trying to erase it from my vocabulary because it, it, it does present a lack of confidence in, in, my explanation or my positioning or my argument for something saying, does that make sense? Cause I'm looking for affirmation. Yeah. I have a little bit of a uh, problems with authority. <laughs> <laughs> if, you know, and if you're going to tell me what to do, you better be paying me mm-hmm. or uh, you should have a badge. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't fill one of those criteria, be careful. <laughs> Cause I may or may not give a shit about what you just told me to do. But if you end your sentence with, does that make sense? I'm like, oh, now you're going to get condescending with me? What do you oh, think? no. It's fucking idiot. Totally. That's, it's see, totally different no, the way I, I use it. I see it as, oh, you're, you're, what do you want me to repeat it back to you? What did uh, I just say? You know? Because you got pulled over twice in a span of yeah. 90 seconds yeah. by yeah. Massachusetts State Trooper. <laughs> yeah, but, but Liz, I, uh, I got a lawyer and, and mm. um, they cleared it all. White privilege. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> this one shouldn't technically even make it on here because it's not a word. Irregardless. If I hear someone use that word, their IQ drops like... Non-word. Yeah, non-word. You're correct. Non-word. Irregardless. Mm -hmm. It's not a word. Regardless. Mm -hmm. That's what you were trying to say. Exactly. Fucking say it. (laughs) I always thought, wouldn't it be neat if, um, you know, you have a life expectancy, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Even um, muscle atrophy, right? Like as you get older. What if like... Our vocal cords were like a tire, right? This is a 40,000 mile tire, mm-hmm. right? Your vocal cords, the average vocal cord can enunciate 50 million words. Okay. You got a lifetime. You got to manage your word usage. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. And also cut down on, every time you say irregardless, you said that word wrong, that IR, like just that, mm-hmm. that, that stuff adds up. Yeah. <laughs> Stop adding syllables where yeah. there are none. No, I've always thought, <laughs> wow, what if there was like a word count on your vocal mm. cords 
would people be more concise apt to be concise yeah. and just get to there'd be a lot less podcasts oh my god right <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay how about this one it is what it is i say that all the time too mm-hmm. now i would like to say that bill belichick created that quote i don't think so i feel like that's been around for a long time really yeah i wish we had like an intern here that could look this stuff up for me but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard Bill Belichick say it at press conferences. He doesn't come across as a guy who catches wind of a phrase that's getting <laughs> trendy and then uses it. All right. I'm going to look I'm going to look that up then. Yeah. But I do like it because to me, it's my way of putting something to like you could sit here and argue and to quote a football phrase, whatever Monday morning quarterback, everything, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it's like, all right, look, it is what it is. Now we have to move on. Okay, we're not going to sit here and belabor this point. We're not going to continue to complain about it. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's the adult version of asked and answered. Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Although I like to draw that out a little bit more with my kids. Mm. Rosie, did you just ask me if you could do this? Yes. And did I just give you an answer? Yes. (laughs) Asked and answered. Yeah, I build it up. (laughs) I love it. Mm. All right, this is the fun one because I love to just just remind myself of how racist I am. <laughs> just when I thought, Are we going to get canceled before we get famous? <laughs> 12 racist and offensive phrases that people still use all the time. Okay, who wrote this and did you Google them and are they white? Um, Christina Sturbenz. Sounds white. Mm-hmm. Dominic Midori Davis. Probably not white. Okay. Because I'm racist and I'm stereotyping based on Dominic, probably. Could be Italian. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to be quiet now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let me just read the introduction here. Many common phrases often found in American English actually have racist, sexist, or otherwise offensive origins. The popular term peanut gallery, for example, was once used to refer to people, mostly black people, who are sitting in the cheap seats in vaudeville theaters. Some of these outdated terms should be left in the past or revised at the very least. The itis. Like appendicitis? Or I don't understand. What does that refer to? Damn it. It cut off. (laughs) Now we'll never know. (laughs) Seriously, this is so fucking annoying. (laughs) Uppity. Why is that racist? In 2011, Rush Limbaugh pontificated that a NASCAR audience booed Michelle Obama because she exhibited uppityism. Glenn Beck even defended him, citing the first lady's love of arugula. How did we get from NASCAR to arugula? (laughs) This makes no sense. I hope it's making sense to people listening. (laughs) The Atlantic reports that during segregation, racist Southerners used uppity to describe black people who didn't know their place. Socioeconomically speaking, originally the term started within the black community, but the racists adopted it pretty quickly. I always thought it referred to like a stuck up old white lady. Like, oh, she's so uppity. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Actually, yes. Yep. I think uppity is the uh, lady who just cut you off in her Mercedes Benz and and then double parked. Yeah. And then got out and then huffed at you. Completely. Yeah. As you're getting out of your car. Yeah. Oh, this one. I used it. I, I don't use it much. Jip. Oh, God. What? What's wrong with that? Like. Is that really offensive to you? Oh, wait. Oh, don't jip me. Okay. You All owe right. me $5. You give me 4 I just got jipped. Okay. All right. So what's the. Okay. Give me an explanation. All right. Most likely evolved as a shortened version of gypsy. 
Oh. I like most likely. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't really know. Yeah, but let's talk about it anyway. It's kind of like when I go order ice cream with Jimmy's. Mm. We've trained the new generation to look at you and correct you. You mean chocolate sprinkles? Right. No, I mean fucking Jimmy's. I Googled that because my kids said you can't call them that anymore. So I was like, all right, I want to find out. Am I like really that Mm -hmm. person that refuses to kind of progress? There's no evidence that that term Jimmy's was used in a racist fashion. Yep. It was like an urban legend kind of thing. Yeah, that there was a guy, a black guy named Jimmy working at the right. the confectioner Correct. place. Oh, and then uh, Hood Ice Cream just took the word out, Jimmy's, uh, just to be safe. Yes. Oh, well, let's just start doing that. Let's just, oh, I heard. Mm-hmm. Brigham's did it too. Their, Brigham's? Their ice cream that was just Jimmy's is now just sprinkles. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. All right. More correctly known as the Romani, Romani, uh, an ethnic group now mostly in Europe and America. The Romani typically traveled a lot and made their money by selling goods. Business disputes naturally arose, and the masses started thinking of Romani as swindlers. Today, Jip has become synonymous with cheating someone. Well, maybe they shouldn't be cheating people then. Well, I feel like it came from a legit... Right. Like, that's what happened. Yes. If you don't like it... You reap what you sow, gypsies. Yeah. <laughs> Paddy wagons. Why is that racist? Yeah, because people from Ireland are white. You can you can be racist to white people. All day. Yeah. Patty originated in the late 1700s as a shortened form of Patrick, and then later a pejorative term for any Irishman. Wagon naturally, naturally refers to a vehicle. Patty Wagon either stemmed from the large number of Irish police officers or the perception that rowdy, drunken Irishmen constantly ended up in the back of police cars, according to... To splinter I mean, they're not wrong. Go to Southie on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. This just reminded me. Did you ever watch the TV show Rescue Me? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, if our li- listeners have, then you will be familiar with the episode called Sensitivity Training, where all the firefighters had to go through sensitivity training because one of them made a derogatory remark about the only female firefighter in the squad. The episode is so funny because each it's a diverse cast and each one of them kind of leans into the stereotype about themselves, Mm -hmm. like the Hispanic guy, the Irish guy, the Italian guy, whatever. And they basically shit on themselves in racist it's just it's really funny it's yeah. it's Dennis Leary it's obviously really funny so if you haven't seen if you just go on YouTube and do rescue me sensitivity training it's hysterical I will do that hooligan hmm. okay. sounds safe yeah right this phrase started appearing in London newspapers around 1898 the Oxford online dictionary speculates it evolved from the fictional surname Hoolahan, included in a popular pub song about a rowdy Irish family all right well, yeah. do I I mean, I'll have to ask my husband because he's Irish, but do Irish people really care about no. being known as rowdy drunks? I feel like they love it. They, they, they get a kick out of <laughs> yes. it. They're like, hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're also like, yeah, there's truth to that. Right. You know, th- is every Irish person a drunk? <laughs> no. No, just the dr- fun ones. They're not, they're not even drunks. <laughs> but but do, do they incorporate whiskey and yeah. beer and ales and things yes. like that into their life, into their social mm-hmm. setting? It's part of their culture. They celebrate yeah. it. They love it. It's at every party, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. It doesn't mean that they're all stumbling around drunk, right. but they've all probably have been there, yeah. or they know other people. These know? are these are terms that 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 talk about like oppression, yeah. you know, like uh, whatever. Anyway, this one is uh, I like this word Eskimo. 
Aw, like an Eskimo kiss? Eskimo, yeah. Eskimo comes from the same Danish word borrowed from Algonquin, Ashkimek, which literally means eaters of raw meat. Other etymological research suggests it could mean snowshoe netter, too. Either way, I, I still don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> either way, when we refer to an entire group of people by their perceived behaviors, we trivialize their existence and culture. Let's start using the proper terms, like Inuit. Do you know what um, the term Eskimo brothers means? No. It's when you and a buddy have <laughs> sex with the same girl, you're Eskimo brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that. <laughs> I learned it from a TV show um, called The League. That was on FX years ago, which is really funny, with Nick Kroll and Steve Ranazizi and, yeah. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Eskimo Brothers. Uh, sells you down the river. Okay. I can see where I can this might see be going. The, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with slavery. Yeah, yeah. Today, if someone sells you down the river, he or she betrays or cheats you. But the phrase has a much darker and more literal meaning. NPR reports that during slavery in the United States, masters in the North often sold their misbehaving slaves, sending them down the Mississippi River to plantations in Mississippi where conditions were much harsher. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yep. That's fair. We're never, okay, not saying it. Mm -hmm. I'm not selling anything down the river. Nope. Ever again. I don't even really think I used that one. Uh, Oh, this one's weird. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Oh, I think I know where this is going. And I think it has to do with slavery. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Catch a tiger by the toe. If he hollers, let him go. I don't think it was always the word tiger is where I'm going. This modern inoffensive version comes from a similar older one where N dash 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 ER replaces tiger. Yeah, that's disgusting. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, mentions it as a counting out song, basically a way for kids to eliminate candidates for being it. All right. Well, that yeah, okay, I'll take that one out. Eeny, meeny, my. Also, not something I typically say a lot. Like No, but as a kid, we did when we were, like, trying to decide something, right? I mean, that was a fairly common as children. Yeah, that's how you did it. Right. You did that uh, where you flip a coin. Yeah, or rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Is that racist? <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, the Chinese invented paper, so okay. it's kind of anti-Asian. Rock is, a, you know, that's like a euphemism for crack. Something <laughs> like, predominantly black people were smoking a lot of that in the 1980s <laughs> during Nancy Reagan's Just Say No. Just Say No. Oh, my God. Racist. <laughs> stoned, stoned. Stoned. Drug use. See, you could... You could- and now all of a sudden, this could become like a thing. This this is what's going to go viral. All of a sudden, rock, paper, we, because we said it on this podcast, rock, paper, scissors is racist. <laughs> it has no foundation in anything. Pick a number. Racist. <laughs> how, how could that be racist? Now, yeah. You know what we're doing? We're, we're playing into one of our non-strengths. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know how you guys are really not good at on your feet, like improv? Yeah. More improv. Let's more do, improv. do more improv. <laughs> Because dead air is great. It gives oh. it gives the listener. Yeah, you know, we want you guys good, to catch up and reflect yeah. on what we just babbled about for forty five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> try to make sense of it all. We're getting so deep. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. Like uh, I listen to you know, a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. and sometimes they actually talk about intellectual stuff. And yep. I'm like, oh yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making me think. And then they throw in some jokes. We do that a little bit, I think. Yeah, I think so. Well, I just kind of going through that list of mm-hmm. quote unquote racist 
words and phrases. I think that gives people something to think about. You know, some of them I thought was kind of ridiculous, and but some you were like, yeah, you know what? That makes total sense. Yep. Scuttlebutts, hope you learned something today yeah. and had a few laughs along the way. Yeah, and got the laundry done or whatever it was you were yes, doing. Yes, exactly. What did you buy at the grocery store? Were you eating at the grocery store? So gross. While you were shopping? <laughs> By the way, I was shopping groceries the mm-hmm. other day, and I didn't eat while I don't do it, you know. I do it when I need to. It's not like a right You never passage. need to. <laughs> oh, sometimes, sometimes I'm hungry. You know? Oh, my God. I actually muttered this to my bre- under my breath, and I thought, it, I said, it's not like I make a sandwich here, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking judgmental, Liz. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking about eating something, and, and then I just went, <laughs> Oh, my God. I was like, it's not like I'm making a fucking sandwich, Liz. <laughs> you just, like, tear open the cold-cut turkey and throw it in a piece of bread yeah. and just bunch your way down the aisle. If it was a movie, it was like I would be reaching for a cheese's box, and your face would be right. in the shell, like, what are you going to do what with you- that? You're going to pay for that first, right, Rick? <laughs> Scumbag. <laughs> oh good stuff all right scuttlebuds thank you guys for listening if you like what you hear please rate review and subscribe on itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and again check us out on social media instagram and facebook at small town scuttlebutt and send us a note smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com see ya How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.